Valley of Famine contains mature content and adult language. Check the show notes for specific content warnings. Hello, listeners. Did you know that the Rogue Valley Role Players podcast is an affiliate of BattleBards? BattleBards is an online repository of music, sound effects, and all sorts of other audio goodies that you can use in your own games and shows. Check out their website at BattleBards.com, and don't forget to use our promo code RVRPODCAST when you sign up for a Prime membership. Hello and welcome listeners to the Rogue Valley Roleplayers. My name is Ben. I'm here with Nick, Austin, Ed, and Rosemary. And we're getting ready for another session of Valley of Famine. I am the marshal tonight, running the shindig, doing the things, hurting the cats, all that good stuff. I am Nick. I'm playing Haru Matsuhara, the harrowed samurai. This is Austin, playing Herod Graves, formerly Wine on Beardslay, the spy. And I'm Ed, I am playing Dr. Daisy Graves, weird scientist. And I'm Rosemary, and I play Deputy Rachel Jane Kennedy, she's a Huxinger. Let's see if we can... Get Daisy to leave Jonathan's side and find Haru and head on down. Well. <laughs> I'm like picturing now, like Rachel, like walking up to like a tent or something and like <laughs> opening it and be like, "Oh God, no!" and just shutting the tent flap. <laughs> a tent? No, we got like one of those like uh, you know co- construction trailers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go find Haru. I'll leave you to find Daisy. <laughs> Aru's just off to one side, just dusting himself off a little bit, like... You alright? We did good work today. I'm glad we were able to save everyone. Haru. Hey, Haru. What? You know the trail. Say hello. Lazarus says hi. Thanks. Rachel, like, gets this, like, tight grin on her face. I don't know why she gets so angry. All I'm doing is is just... being polite. You're being downright personable, even. That, that's, that's, that's fucking goddamn right. How many demons you know just, just want to be acknowledged and, and, and say hello? Most of the time, they're just like, kill, murder. You know how it was. Herod says he saw something in the mines. Um, well, he's not one to uh, over-exaggerate. Um, although the, with the fumes and the dark, it it's possible he saw something that he didn't see, but also, who are we to judge what could be real or could not be real? That's really, pretty much my thoughts exactly. Really, right now a unicorn could walk through camp and I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> a unicorn does walk through camp. <laughs> um, everyone got a complication at some point and heard the knocking, right? Mm-hmm. So why don't you all go ahead and give me an occult roll, those of you who can. <laughs> no. I got a six. Yeah, a six. Daisy, you, you're you not really sure if this is 
actually what it is, but I mean, between what you heard in the mine and Herod's uh, description, you've heard tales and legends of uh, uh, monsters believed to haunt mines called Tommy Knockers that are generally blamed for uh, causing uh, equipment to be sabotaged and broken, mine cart tracks to derail and and to collapse uh, shafts and stuff like that. Um, and miners are pretty superstitious about these things, so if uh, word gets out about this, it could very well mean the end of Jonathan's mine. No one's going to come work in here anymore. Yeah, these things are Tommy knockers. Uh, yeah, they were they were a big problem in the city of Talos, the Lemurians... Like they used to have problems with them back in the day. They like love to crawl into underground mines and cities and things like that and cause trouble. We can't have them in our mind. I mean, this is this is this is my family business. Let's go get them. <sighs> Do you think they would mind if we asked them to leave? Um, they're not miners. Okay, fine. I won't try to pun anymore. They, they they don't know the difference between ghost rock and regular rock. They're they're just kind of like that. Listen, Daisy. You can call these things whatever you want. Here's what I know. I saw it flee in deeper into the mine, and I think it may have caused the collapse that almost killed your husband. Is that yeah. good enough for you? Yeah, that's what they do. Well, let's, let's go get them. Let's yeah, go get them. Let's go get them. <laughs> All right. Uh, is it just the four of you going down to deal with this? It's yeah. Jonathan's gonna stay back. He's gotta. He's gotta take care of his business upstairs. <laughs> okay. So you descend into the mines. Um, not wine on Herod. You lead everyone back to that uh, abandoned, played-out shaft uh, that you'd been exploring, where you saw this thing. And you, and you all notice that Herod is kind of uh, holding his sides a little bit, like there's some sort of internal pain that he's dealing with. Um, he may have just really breathed in too much of this oh, yeah. dust. So I'm about to say, are you hurt? He's hurting, just not in a wound sense. And I guess Rachel's also still fatigued, so... Yeah, you're, you're both definitely still fatigued. Um, so you follow this, uh, this played out shaft until it opens up into uh, probably what was a natural cavern of some sort. Um, what are you using for light source down here? Yeah, I think Wynon brought a, uh, a good, like, iron lantern that uh, is pretty sturdy. If it gets knocked over, there might be a chance to, like, ride it before it goes out kind of thing. Okay. I mean, are the fumes dissipated? Is it okay to have flame in these shafts? Yes, you wait long enough for it to be safe. You don't, you don't go right back in. And with his lantern, I can see fine. Yeah. You know what? Actually, because you do have to wait uh, probably at least an hour or more, uh, likely more, uh, those of you who took fatigue, why don't you go ahead and give me vigor rolls, and we'll see if you uh, heal up any of that. Oh, yay. With our fatigue penalty, I assume? Uh-huh. Oh, I do. I, I heal one. All right. Rachel, like, gets, I don't know, a drink of water or something and clears out her throat and Yeah, sits you get some water. Bit. and um, So, yeah, you've got some lanterns. You've recovered a little bit. You've got your sonic goggles. Um, and you see this, uh, this open cavern. 
What is something that's in here that shouldn't be here? I think the uh, Tommy Knockers, uh, when one of the miners wasn't looking, um, stole one of their brass pocket watches, and it's smashed kind of in the center of this cave on the floor. Okay. So there's a broken pocket watch in the middle of this cavern. What is something else that seems out of place? I'm going to say, like, dress clothes. Like like miners, when they would go back into town, they'd have their, their nicer clothes to wear or whatnot, but they're not in their tents. They're just laid about all over the place in here. Okay. Maybe torn a little bit. Yeah. I'm going to say there's a lot of, like, boots. Okay. Big old pile of work boots. There's a horse's skull. Finally. What? <laughs> I was waiting for bones. No. <laughs> uh, where is the horse's skull that is, makes it especially out of place? I want to say it's like kind of stuck in the wall. Like. Okay. Up, It's not on the ground. It's like pushed into like a is it stone a, wall a nook or a cranny yeah or something. it's yeah. like somewhere where you'd be like that's a weird place for our skull all right. yeah so that's that's what you all see as you come walking up and this is down the tunnel that the tommy knocker made uh n- no you followed the the shaft the, the tunnel the tommy knocker made was it just like filled itself in or whatever uh so you couldn't pass through it um <laughs> horror's gonna Try a joke. It looks like somebody brought the laundry in and they ruined it. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Go back to camp, Haru. I, d- I don't, I don't, I don't get it. The, the clothes, they're all over the place. So they brought it. Br- no. I tried. Not very hard. I still don't get it. Haru, my sense of humor has never been celebrated, but now I don't feel so bad. <laughs> so where did you see the creature? It. W- do you see that pit in the side of the wall there that looks like it's been filled in? That's where it escaped me. Hmm. Stop it, Ben. Guess what? This is who it attacks first. It was it was it was Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, don't worry about it. Uh before I step into this cave to go look at the spot that Herod indicated, I would like to see if I notice any monsters in this cave. Sure, go ahead and roll and notice. I would also like to attack the darkness. <laughs> That's a seven. Looks clear. That's a two. Looks clear. You don't see any monsters. Well, shall we go look at the spot? Actually, it was Even a one. looks clear. It was a one fatigue. <laughs> uh, let's go look at the spot then, see what we can find. I, I well, look, uh, it's it's right there. There's the proof. Do you see the the pit in the wall? Before we go into this cave, I'm going to cast protection on us. Just call it a hunch. It's an eight. So yeah, these uh, golden runes kind of shimmer down Rachel's coat, and on all of y'all's clothes, these golden runes also appear. Haru, Haru, start waving your arms around. 
real wild like she starts gesticulating. <laughs> One of these days they're gonna call that a rave. <laughs> I have seen the future. You should patent this somehow. I don't know how you're actually gonna patent it, but try to find a way to make money on it. I'm gonna cast arcane protection on us. Okay. <laughs> As well. That's an eight. So we get arcane protection is success with arcane protection means hostile powers suffer a minus two penalty, minus four with rays, to affect this character. And I, I cast it on everybody. If the power causes harm, damage is also reduced a like amount. Six turns later, they attack. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Would Would you like to cast a power as well, Haru? You know what? Sure. <laughs> I'm going to do uh, speed with quickness on myself. I just got to get a raise, hopefully. Just dart into the cave, look around, and dart back out. Uh, that's a four. So I got a simple success. All right. So, yeah, you move yourselves into the cave, and uh, you're looking at this uh, space in the wall where you saw the creature dig into and then vanish. And uh, I think uh, I blew up my stealth roll like no one's business. So these things are going to get the drop on y'all. Uh, you see, it's, it's right here. The earth has been made quite loose. Now, I would challenge you to find any sort of machinery that could do this. I mean... A mole could have dug here. Challenge like. accepted, brother-in-law. Um, I think, Harrod, you're standing in front of that, that space. You turn around, you're looking at everyone, and that's when one of these things suddenly bursts out of the, the cavern wall right behind Harrod and pounces on him. That's terrifying. That's straight-up nightmare fuel. Yep. And he says, uh, I swear I saw it. And then... <laughs> Another one is going to drop down on top of Rachel from the ceiling. Another one is going to come up from the floor by Haru and grab at his ankles. Another bursts out of the cavern wall and just rushes you. A Tommyknocker sandwich. All right, let's uh, let's roll Rachel again. No, uh, another one is going to come at Haru. Comes uh, bursting out of the cavern wall. And last but not least, uh, Herod gets uh, some more love. Um, yeah, how does this one come at you? Um, I think these two are kind of working together here. So one of them um, bursts from behind him and tries to grab him around the legs. Um, and the other one is uh, going for like his exposed side, kind of bursts out of this wall. All right, another one bursts out of the wall, comes inside, and goes at you with his claws. So, I'm going to have them all do an attack, and then we'll deal cards and proceed as normal, and then you'll beat the shit out of these things. Um, everyone else is immune to fear. You've already done your fear roll, so I'm not going to make you uh, roll again. All right, let's uh, let's do Herod first. Pick on Herod. Uh, first one is going to attack. It's got the drop, so plus four. Uh, what's your parry? Uh, five. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Not a critical failure. Um, but the other one is going to get a drop on you as well. And what's the chance of me rolling one and that one twice in a row? Uh, yeah, it hits you. Got a, an eight total. Not a raise. Not a raise. 
but I do get plus four on the damage. So. Oh shit! Oh no! This is how it starts. Almost box cards. It's eleven. Uh, Twenty damage. Oh boy! Uh, no armor pen. So that would be ten over his toughness. So two wounds. Try to soak it. Did you remember your four armor from Rachel? Um, no. Yeah, you have a raise on protection. So that would be... Plus four. 14. So just one wound then. All right. And he'll try to soak it. With this minus one. Boo. Oh, but he does. All right. So um, how do you avoid getting clawed? I think that uh, the one that went for his legs uh, manages to actually overshoot him and uh, crashes in between his legs, which causes him to kind of like reflexively jump up. Okay. Um, and the second one that comes for him uh, kind of collides and spins off the first one. All right. Uh, we're going to go to Haru next. So this is going to be an opposed strength roll. I'm going to get my drop bonus on this, but uh, I'm modifying the push Roll or here or push maneuver. Um, basically, it's trying to pull your feet out from beneath you as it's climbing up out of the dirt and uh, knock you prone. Okay. Um, so, what is my strength? I gotta spend a penny on that. Or do I need to? Yeah, you get? seven. Seven? Okay, yeah, I need to. Got a nine. No, I don't want to be prone. Ah, no. I'm going to roll. Got a five, so, yeah, I'm prone. So I think he doesn't successfully knock you prone, but you stumble and go down to one knee, and I am going to make you distracted. Okay. Uh, And then the other one that came charging at you is going to claw at your fugly face with the drop still. I got a seven. That doesn't get past your disgusting, stupid parry. Yeah, no, it's not worth it. Uh, let's let's murder Rachel instead. <laughs> you don't have to. We'll see what the dice say. Uh, so the one that dropped down on you uh, got a seven. It doesn't hit. What? All right. Well, the other one that came charging. Well, actually, at you, would I have my pistols drawn? Uh, do you have your pistols drawn? You knew you were kind of going into an area that had. Scary Potential monsters. Yeah, yeah, I think if she casts protection, she probably would draw on her pistol. Okay, yeah, so it so misses. Then, yeah, it misses. But the other one comes charging out at you. There we go. That's a 10 to hit. No, wait. 6, 8, 12 to hit. That's a raise. Uh, 12, 16 damage. Um, so that's 16 minus 12 is 4. So a that wound. That was a wound. Yeah, I think I want to soak. All right. I don't want to take... Oh, wait, I have nerves of steel, so never mind. I'll just take it. All right, so it rushes out and it claws you, and it draws some blood. These monsters appear. Now we'll go to the first round of combat. Rachel gets the ace of hearts. Daisy gets a ten of hearts. Harrod gets the jack of diamonds. Haru gets the six of clubs. The Tommyknockers get the Ace of Spades. The Ace uh. of Spades. And why not? You have a King of Spades and a Three of Clubs to play with. Eh, give, give the King to the Six, I guess. It's right. fine. Haru is now on a King of Spades. But that doesn't change the actual order. 
because the monsters go first, and they are going to wild attack. I think so. Yes. They're going to need to. <laughs> now that they don't have the drop bonus. Uh, so, one against Herod. Got a seven. That'll hit. Alright. Actually, with gang up, that would be an eight. Does that change anything? Um, no. No raise. No raise. Alright. Damage. Ten, Twelve damage. Okay, the, the protection blocks that. Alright. Second one is going to claw at you. Got an eight again. That one will not raise. And I got really, really bad damage there. So that doesn't even do anything. Uh, against Haru, let's see. Nope. And no. Uh, and then against Rachel. Let's save some time. Six? Mm-mm. Nope. Alright, that was not super effective. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Rachel, you're up next. Uh, I'm gonna cast Ammo Ammy first off. That's a four. Alright, that's a simple success. And you get to cast that for free, right? Yeah. That's a free action. Free action. Um, and then I think I'm gonna shoot at the ones that are on me. Okay. I'm going to shoot a Sacramento surprise. Alright. That's going to be against his parry, uh, but he's vulnerable because he wild attacks. So you're at a plus two. My parry is five. Yeah, it's an eight. Okay, that hits no raise. Okay, so Sacramento surprise. I'm going to trap it with fire. Okay. Just because this is dark, so I'm hoping light will freak him out or something. It'd be a weakness, maybe. Do you want me to keep rolling? No, it's, oh, okay. it's it's done. So you you fire it and it just gets engulfed in flames. It starts screaming and wailing, and um, the the other Tommy knockers that have all attacked and stuff, they kind of like throw their arms up and hiss and squeal, uh, trying to block the the light of the fire. And then I'll shoot rage at the other one. All right. That's another eight. Yeah, hit no raise. Ah, oh, wow. That was some poopy damage. Yeah, we'll say like she wasn't maybe expecting it to go up quite so suddenly. You are so. firing guns inside of a a small cavern, so yeah. maybe the you know the percussion of the shock wave as it's bouncing off the cave walls just kind of you know, starts making your ears ring. Mm. And your your next shot just goes wild. Um, Haru, you are next. I'm going to do my main hand attack on one and my offhand attack on another. Okay. So first the main hand. Uh, that's 12. Oh, God. 13. That's 15. A hit. hit with a raise. <laughs> uh, it's 10... 15, 16 points of damage. Yep, it's dead. You cut it down. A spray of blood. Okay, now my offhand attack. Um, 
eight, ten. You disgusting <laughs> piece of shit. Uh, well, I guess to roll damage, but I'm sure it's dead. That's a raise. Uh, 14, 20, Yep, give me that token. <laughs> there is very suddenly just three of these monsters left. Herod, it is your turn. Um, turning to his uh, left, Herod will attempt to uh, use his martial arts on this one with a wild attack. You get a plus two because it's vulnerable from while attacking you. Um, so that would be a six to hit? That will hit it. Um, so that would be a tw- 12 damage. Uh, yeah. You kill it. Um, kill you, it real good. So what he does is he, uh, this thing is trying to cover its face from the fire in the room. Mm-hmm. He rips the claw out of the way with his left arm. And then as the thing is kind of like, you know, inching backwards from him, he just does like a giant roundhouse kick right into its dome and the neck goes. All right. Yep. Daisy. All right. Well, you all did a pretty good job of clearing out the herd here. So, yeah, I'm just going to put an overcharged bolt into the one that's right behind Rachel there. Because. <laughs> oh, God. What? <laughs> just like Rachel's going to have permanent hearing damage. Oh, we already all have permanent <laughs> hearing damage. You, you all already have really bad tinnitus. <laughs> We've all been with Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Jesus. That's a raise. That's a 20 on the dice, plus two. (laughs) That's a raise. Go ahead and roll your damage, but I'm... You know, it's 46. It may not. Yeah, it's it's dead. Yeah, that was pretty good. It's 17. It's only got a toughness of six. There's one left. We'll get to go before the rest of the posse dies. We'll find out next time. Actually, we're going to find out right now. Rachel gets an ace of clubs. Nice. Oh, complication. Wait, what? <laughs> In combat? Yep. No, not really. Um, eight of hearts for Daisy. Five of hearts for Herod. Six of spades for Haru. Hey. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> wow. Tommy Knocker gets a joker. <laughs> I can't believe we got the Here's your garbage cards. All right, give the joke. joke, Just throw them away. Whatever. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Toss them in the trash. All right. The Tommyknocker is going to go. Um, I think, Harold, you're going to get a free attack against it because it's going to turn around and start trying to burrow into the cavern there to try and get away. Um, I think instead of trying to kill this thing, he's actually going to try to take it alive for study. Oh. Can he try to grab it as it runs away? Sure. All right. Uh, that's going to be opposed athletics. And I've got a joker. But I've got dumb luck. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, no, I don't have dumb luck. All right. It gets away. I'm sure it won't come back to bite us in the ass later. As I was saying, Molemen, <laughs> he says. Well, hell, I ain't ever seen anything like those before. That thing just moved through solid rock. That is what Herod said it did. We should dispose of these bodies, although I would like to save one for later study. You do whatever you want with that body. The rest of these things we got to make disappear. Maybe we can try to find that one that got away. 
I'm not sure how we're going to get this body out of the... Oh, you see, I always carry an extra bag. Hera just pulls out a big body bag out of nowhere. Uh-huh. Where'd you get that? It, it looks like a uh, like a, a brown linen sack, and, and it's it's rather large, but it's hard to tell from the outside how large it truly is. It manages to kind of squeeze itself into a very compact space. This is a standard issue agency abduction bag. Yep. I'm concerned. So, so many follow-up questions here. As far as anyone needs to know, I'm just carrying some rocks over my shoulder, he says as he... <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Is it dripping? Like? Yes. <laughs> but it's a thick bag. Don't worry. They plan for that. They they know that some of these bodies are going to be a little leaky. Yeah, they definitely did. It's So the bag's not leaking, but it's probably going to be pretty gross inside. Uh, but yeah, you are left with the conundrum of the escaped uh, Tommy Knocker. Rachel just like, goes up to the wall and like taps at it. So, I mean, there is a space, but it's like, filled in. With rubble and stuff, it's it didn't like. It's not um, solid. Yeah, it didn't oh. magically like pass through. Oh, okay, we could try to dig through this and follow, but that will take a while. That's a lot of digging. Yeah, I have a suggestion. Uh, these creatures seem to enjoy our clothing and our technology. Perhaps we could uh, bait the creature with a pile of uh, what it would consider valuable goods. It's not a bad idea. Maybe food too. The horse head on the wall. Daisy, you, you kind of recall from the legends, these things are, are kind of like ambush attackers. So this one's probably not going to take all y'all on its its own, but maybe maybe you could lure it out with just one person by themselves. Well, I can stay behind. <laughs> you willing to be bait for this thing, Haru? Why not? I, I disagree. You disagree? Nah, not really. I was just kind of trying to throw a wrench in your plans. I figured you'd be all for it. <laughs> sort of, sort of. I mean, okay, on principle, I do not like to be used as bait. This is my immortal existence, too, but I'm pretty sure we can take this piece of shit. We could go back towards the tunnel entrance and hide, you know, hide ourselves, and then when it attacks, we could jump out and help you. If you needed it. Haru is just going to sit down and kind of be in a meditative state. All right. Where are the rest of you going? Uh, Somewhere to kind of hide and look on and snipe. Kind of back to the tunnel that we came from. and um, Are you all staying grouped up or kind of spreading to different advantageous corners? I think I I want to, or sorry, I think Herod will try to keep the rest of them grouped up just to keep safety in numbers in case there are more of these things that we just don't know about. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because we don't want them coming up on on us. Individually. It's bad enough we have Haru out there. Yeah. All right. um, So you settle in and wait for quite a while. Uh, Those of you who are still amongst the living, give me vigor rolls. Just straight vigor. Um, I got a success. A four. Hey, hey. Right. you're you're still you're staying sharp. It's been a a long day, long exhausting day. Um, while we're waiting, can I treat my wound? Oh, that's right, you took the wound. wound. Oh, or can Daisy? Uh, Daisy can probably heal help me you out there. Probably. That's a nine. Nice. So, like a couple of hours go by 
as you're just waiting down here. You're all feeling some levels of fatigue, but you're keeping it together. Uh, and a few more hours go by. Give me one more round of vigor rolls. During this time, Haro is completely unmoving. Just... Five that time. Uh, that's a nine. i got a raise. Okay. You're all fine. I wish I would hurry up and attack. I'm getting tired of sitting on this rock. I'm about ready to leave. I'm exhausted. Give me a nose roll. Everyone can give me a nose roll. <laughs> no. Snake eyes? Yeah. Snake eyes, oh shit. Seven. I got a three. A four. All right, so... I don't know how that happened. <laughs> you're just sitting there, you're meditating, you start thinking about uh, Japan, your homeland, kind of kind of missing some stuff. Lazarus is probably just yapping on in your, your mind about stuff. Uh, so you don't hear the sound of rubble being shifted as this tummy knocker comes creeping back. Uh, kind of just sees you sitting there all by yourself, so it just starts creeping up behind you. And the way you're sitting, um, it, who who among you passed? I got four. You got four. You got seven. Neither of you got a raise, so I don't think there. You, you see this too late um, as you're you're looking out, and you suddenly realize like there's something right behind Haru as it kind of comes up with his claws and goes to attack, and it's gonna get the drop on you for all the good it's gonna do. I do have a bunch of bennies I'm about to just I'm spend. I'm going Immediately. Don't that was you a have one. to see that was a critical nope. failure? Uh, I mean, yes, I do. It's not a critical oh, okay. failure. Uh, spend it. Eight? Doesn't do it, right? Nope. Last one. Wow. Was it a wild attack? Yeah, he's got the drop, so could make it a wild attack. Too late, I didn't say. <sighs> Come on, little dude, kill Haru. Kill I mean, if this if this Haru. dude kills him, he'll become like chief of the Tommy Knocker. Exactly. <laughs> They'll tell legends about him. Kill Haru. Damn it. Uh, so. <laughs> It uh, comes up behind you, and it goes to sink its claws into your shoulders, and it just does this weird, awkward, uncomfortable shoulder massage. <laughs> oh, Rachel! <laughs> oh, wait, no. <laughs> just, just roll my head over my shoulders, like, <laughs> can I help you? <laughs> and then you kill it. <laughs> I feel sorry for it. (laughs) (laughs) With the Tommy Knockers dispatched, uh, you make your way out of the mine. Uh, At this point, you are fatigued. You're exhausted. You've rescued 20 people. You've fought Tommy Knockers. You've inhaled ghost rock fumes and stuff. That's a fairly normal day for, for Daisy. 
As you step out of the darkness of the mine, uh, Daisy, you hear and feel a low rumble uh, as if the mine might collapse again. Uh, the ground starts to shake. Maybe uh, the mine collapse or maybe some sort of stampede. You're not really sure what. Uh, and as the ground begins to tremble slightly, you all see one of these uh, mechanical mules is just like making its way uh, towards the uh, the mine entrance. Daisy, what you see is this mechanical mule is, uh, it's kind of like this the early robot things are just kind of dee, 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 dee. Um, it suddenly like it's, it's head comes up, it's eyes glow red and it comes charging at you uh, moving in a way that a mechanical mule physically cannot move as if it suddenly become a living thing the rest of the rest of you what you see is just this mechanical mule is moving a straight line it kind of starts to wobble and, and its course changes so it's wobbling right towards uh, Daisy at the last second before it can get close enough that you feel like you need to actually throw yourself out of the way, it just kind of topples over. And then as far as your vision goes, like it reverts back to a, uh, just an ordinary mechanical mule and falls over on its side. It's kind of... That thing just charged at me like a bull. Uh, it seemed to move ungainly, but not charged like a bull. As I understand it, these devices are built with... Low cost in mind. They're pieces of junk. Well, yeah, they're not the artistry that I would create, but they do their job. Yeah, I think we're all exhausted, probably. Probably, like, get out of here and get home. Yeah. I'll mention someone. Check that thing out to one of the Bormans. Uh, yes, ma'am. That one seems broken. <laughs> you like, a couple guys come over and they hoist it back up onto its legs and they guide it over to, like, a workshop. Um, yeah, and then you load up in the Thales Zephyr uh, with the the volunteers that came with, and you fly back to Jacksonville. Uh, it's probably like the end of the day. It's late, and this has been a full day for y'all. That's where we'll call it now. We'll pick up next time with the next day. Deadlands and Savage Worlds are the property of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. All content is used unofficially under the Savage Media Network license. Find more of their great products at peginc.com. Sound effects are by Plate Mail Games and BattleBards. Music by the Eaglestone Collective. You can find links to all of the above in the show description. As always, thank you for joining us for this episode. Please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes or wherever else you listen, and don't hesitate to contact us via rvrpodcast at gmail.com, at rvrpodcast on Twitter, or join us on our Discord server. We'd love to hear from y'all. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time.